the Hog Call Podcast. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call live on iPatio.com, the only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page. Even a dollar goes a long way in updating our equipment or providing server space to store episodes. We're counting on fan support. We also got the Hog Call t-shirts you can get a hold of, so go to our Facebook page or our uh, Twitter page and get yourself one of the uh, Hog Call t-shirts. If you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear, call and leave a voicemail at 812-805-0110 or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good, Chad. We got some... Seems like all the sports are doing good since last we talked, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Going to be a good, going to be a good podcast. Good yeah. episode. I know it's exciting to have a really good podcast and be able to come out there. Uh, shout out to a fan, Kenneth Curry, who uh, sent a little message to me uh, this week saying that he's really enjoying the podcast and he's been playing it a lot, pre-gaming with it, and so on and so forth. And uh, just like to say, you know, we appreciate the support and everything out there and it's always good to, to hear from you guys so uh you know don't hesitate to to let us know you know I, a lot of people don't know this but uh myself and tim were founding members of sigma pi in uh fayetteville and kenneth was one of those founding members also so you know it, it's just good to uh to hear from a longtime friend and a listener oh yeah what's up kenneth he was out at the uh, colorado state football game so good to good to know he's listening <laughs> yeah absolutely um it's always exciting whenever uh you know whenever anybody says hey man you know i'm listening i like it it's it's really good mm-hmm. so it always gets me fired up you know shoot yeah it's like hey there are people listening no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly exactly you know you see the numbers and you're like oh look 100 people but then, then then somebody says it and it's like wow you know it just it feels more real you know than just oh, those yeah. just those numbers i like that yeah i like that a lot <laughs> absolutely so uh how about all the wins yeah where do we start basketball went two and oh baseball i think uh, you know we kind of jump right well. on the curse don't we yeah, let's do that. I mean, has the up. curse been lifted at this point, or do we got to wait till the naming actually happens? Like, I, I don't know what the consensus is. You know, I know, you know, I heard some folks saying like, "Hey, you know, you guys were the first ones to talk about the curse and this, that, and other," and you know, it made a lot of sense and, and blah blah blah. And it seemed like a lot of other folks are starting to pick that up and run with it. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I just, I guess, I got to say that uh, I don't know if it's been totally lifted. But goodness gracious, you you, you go and, and you put something out like that, and then you win by 40 points against a team you should be beating by 40 points, but you were beaten by a point, you know, and it, it makes you wonder. 
yeah, for that to come out that uh, that day and then that night win by uh, win by that margin. I mean, and you say, yeah, it's like, well, they're like, they haven't won a game in the SEC. It's like, well, they always beat you know Tennessee. Tw- you know, they were nine and three in non conference and mm-hmm. hadn't got beat like that. I mean, their biggest uh, margin of defeat, I think, was Kentucky back in January, eighty seven to fifty two. But that was only thirty five. So, and uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I was, but I, I, nobody, nobody feels sorry for us when we're down in any sport and whips our ass. So I know nobody's felt bad for us uh, or felt sorry for us in football. Uh, how's it going? So it's a uh, that was that was fun to watch. I mean, we just and we took it to them. We didn't like play down to our competition. You know, we only beat that team by three points at home, mm-hmm. and the the fact that that, that happened uh, after that news came out. Um, after you know, we were also we were one of the first teams talking about Harris. We were also uh, first people to kind of bring. I mean, it's been brought up for years since no one left. You know, and especially in the last uh, since Anderson came back. But we were really picking up steam on the court. I was like, oh, it's got to happen this weekend. It's got to. It's got to. Ha- for that anniversary, it's like if it mm-hmm. doesn't happen, I mean, what's going on? And yeah, it felt like really it was going to. Steam. It really did. And I think your check. Uh, great job by him to listen to. You know, listen to what the fans want absolutely got to give your check props i I like that he came out and did it and obviously he got a lot of pushback when he didn't do it uh for the uh for the uh i want to say centennial but i don't think it was i don't think (laughs) i I guess yeah i guess quarter 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 centennial quarter centennial (laughs) (laughs) but anyway he got a lot of pushback and stuff i mean the social media was crazy and i seen him talking about hey you know golf's doing good or something like that and everybody was like what are you talking about you should have named the court you know you dropped the ball (laughs) so it was like obviously he realized like i gotta do something here and Mm -hmm. uh he he you know he he put it on the uh he put it on the uh the the you know the old white guys that are uh, that are running things, and he said, you know, if we can get it, we can get it through the uh, the higher ups here. We'll do it, and I think that's the right move. You know, I think he's doing everything in his power to get it done, and the chancellor is also. So you got to give them a thumbs up and say, you know, great job to you guys for for sending it to the board and trying to get that vote. And, and uh, you know, we'll see we'll see where it goes. And I, I think. I think it's going to pass. I think it's going to be fine. I think I think we're going to see the, you know, we're going to have a fun naming ceremony next year. It's going to be really cool. Um, I guess I got to disagree with Hunter saying that. Oh, you know, it's not about the timing and this, that, and other. But you know, the 25th anniversary would have been really cool. You know, time to do it. So I just got to disagree on the timing. I don't think he really had planned on doing it until he saw all the pushback. But at least that lets us know as fans we do have clout. And if we really want something and we get out there and push for it, we're going to, we're going to get it. And that's something we've been saying on this podcast for a while. Yeah. The timing was, was definitely uh, last weekend to do it or at least the plans. You know what I mean? I mean, it would have been mm-hmm. hard, like, Oh, it's are all these games, two games left, to, uh, you know, to get a permanent, uh, you know, his permanent signature, the, the, the lettering on the court, unless you maybe did it in the end zone. But at least announcing it that day would have been perfect because I know a lot of those guys in the interviews, you know, oh, we don't. Some of those players like, oh, yeah, I haven't even. I've been here maybe once since you know I graduated, or it's so hard to get here. I live here and there, and it's hard to get everybody together. So, you know, most of the guys on that team were there. So, um, but yeah, I like that. Hey, he did it, and uh, he put it. Now we know 
it's kind of it's kind of been kind of known or a, lot, or a lot of people at least like go like why is it not being done it's like okay well it's the board of trustees there's certain people that don't you know are still holding the holding, holding the grudge against no one mm-hmm. um but uh but now it's like hey it's down to them you know you, we're gonna be able to see the um sure we're gonna be able to see the the who <coughs> votes for yay or nay on it and um there's gonna be hell to pay for the fans from the fans when it comes out if if it doesn't pass unanimously or, oh, or yeah. even, you know, especially if it doesn't pass, but it seems like, I think the pressure there just be like, if it doesn't pass, know. I can see us, I can, I can see, you know, lobbying for a new board and, and that would not surprise me at all to see a new board with some younger members coming into play. Um, so we'll see. I think, I think it's going to pass. I don't know if it'll be unanimous. I'm, I still yeah. think there's going to be some hurt feelings out there. and Probably somebody's going to want to make an example but as long as it passes, that's all I care about. Yeah, you know that's I mean? all that matters. That's all that matters. And it's then we'll be, we're not. We're just, we won't like the people that said nay, but it's like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And if it is unanimous, uh, kudos to them. Hats off for you know turning it around. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I, I got to I got to give it to them. Yeah, here's the other thing: is I've been reading a lot of these articles. I'm, I'm going to switch over to football real quick. I've been reading a lot of these football articles about. Uh, the young cats that are coming in and, and how good they're going to make the team and so on and so forth. And, you know, I, God bless the media, you know, for trying to get out there and, and, and excite the fan base for, for football. But you're talking SEC football. You're talking about freshmen coming in and making an impact it's just not going to happen. It not, not the type of impact they keep talking about in these articles. Not the expectations they have in these articles. I, I'm just going to be honest. I don't think that's. I don't think it's going to happen. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't see a bunch of freshmen coming in and turning around. I do like that we got the two uh, graduate transfer quarterbacks. I think that's great. You know, we're going to have some quarterback competition in there. And obviously, we needed it with the quarterbacks that we lost. So, you know, I'm really happy to see that. And, of course, Morris is like, oh, you know, we can't, you know, we can't get enough quarterbacks and so on and so forth. And, you know, we want to see competition there and all that. It's absolutely right. agree with that 100%. So, so kudos to them for, for going out there and getting some a more experienced uh, graduate transfer quarterbacks. But, goodness, I just don't see the, you know, the, uh, the stable of, of – of uh, linemen they're talking about coming in, being freshmen, making big impacts, so on and so forth, being able to, you know, uh, saying, oh, well, you know, it's the first time we've been healthy and, and long enough that we could actually rotate in some of the freshmen and so on and so forth. And the offensive line coach being excited about getting those freshmen in the in the mix. And goodness gracious, those are freshmen. You know, it's not like, you know, and, and the same thing with the defensive backs, the, the linebacker set, it's the same thing. They, they, all, all the freshmen coming in, the linebacker going to have a huge impact, so on and so forth. Again, this is freshmen coming into the SEC. You know, this is this is man's football. This ain't, you know, this this ain't, this ain't, uh, this ain't uh, Conference USA, you know? Yeah, I think about the only position that I'm kind of looking at, uh, uh, for immediate freshmen to make a big or at least an impact out of kind of because they have to is uh, especially the two wide receivers that came in uh, in January Trey Knox and Shamar Nash mm-hmm. are pretty uh, seem to be big time receivers and we saw that Mike Woods last year as a freshman contribute and um, you know some of these guys leaving like Petway and not really having any 
you know, kind of some other guys not being, you know, Woods really came on and seemed like he was, as far as the receivers go, um, was one of the main targets. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're not going to be world beaters, obviously, true freshmen, but I think they're going to be thrown in as far as the other ones, if you know, especially like the offensive linemen, if they're playing true freshmen, that's just out of just uh, – Des- desperation for that position, but man, the the Ben Hicks and um, uh, Nick Starkle coming in—that's that's great. And I, I mean, oh yeah, uh, give it to Starkle because he he obviously knew that Hicks. I mean, has a uh, already grad transfer there and wasn't mm-hmm. shying away. It's like, well, you know, so he's and he I think Starkle, like I guess he's going to be, you know, so. and he's going to be—he's got two years, so that's going to be a big competition. And let uh, you know Nolan over in baseball keep letting him kind of do that and kind of keep getting um, mm-hmm. a better quarterback. And then KJ Jefferson coming in um, as a freshman, kind of learning over those guys. So, um, Hey, and then you got Morris's kid coming in too, you know, and that's, that's going to be exciting. Uh, and, and, you know, he's going to have some time to, you know, the nice thing about getting, getting somebody in that's got two more years is then you give him time to sit behind somebody, get some learning experience in, mm-hmm. uh, before you have to throw him in because, you know, obviously, you know, he's coming, you know, I mean, that's just, that just looks like the writings on the wall there. Yeah. And good and good, good to it. Cause he's, he's getting more and more, uh, you know, a lot of praise and some good scholarship offers. Um, mm-hmm. So no, I'm like excited that. about him. I mean, he looks like a great quarterback, and he 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 did really wonderful. Uh, you know, won a state championship, won some quarterback competitions, and so on and so forth. You know, not just that he's getting praise, but he's got the numbers behind him to mm-hmm. back it up. So and a winner, yeah. But is he playing? You know, and it, I don't know. I guess I'm getting on my. Uh, you know, negative side here, but I'm, I'm just thinking like, is he, you know, is he in one of those, uh, private school leagues down there? You know what I mean? Where like, it's, it's Florida, you know, and I know how it is down here in the public schools have some, you know, just some really good football players, insanely good, like, you know, college level, SEC level football players in high school. And then you got your, your, your private schools and some of the private schools, you know, have some, some pretty good, players but generally um they are uh you know they're they're just uh, not not like they're unathletic or anything but they're just just a different type of player you know they just come from you generally households with money and so on and so forth and it's just it's not like a player that's out there that's that, that that's all they do you know what i mean that's what they yeah, do oh, yeah. so I don't know. I, it's like, is that level, is that, you know, is that private school level of competition? Is that, uh, is that as intense as public school? I don't know. It might be different in Texas. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more looking forward to uh, thinking about K.J. Jefferson, his, his kind of future. And he'll just be a, well, I mean, even Morris, that uh, Morris's kid would come in, you know, probably two years behind that. So Yeah. But, but it looks like these guys are the Starkle and Hicks are kind of a stopgap, and kind of maybe from there we just keep maybe they'll you know where we keep getting solid quarterback um, you know to come in and oh maybe so I mean I hope he can run that you know he's, he's uh, that uh, that kid said he can run the, uh, the 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 you know Morris's offense and knows exactly how it wants to be done and so on and so forth and feels real comfortable real excited about coming in and I'm. I hope that's the case. You know, I hope we just maybe the maybe the quarterbacks just wasn't understanding what that offense is supposed to look like last year. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in the kind of the schools that uh, 
uh, you know, Chad Kelly and Ty Story uh, transfer to aren't exactly like, man, you know, aren't exactly the biggest of SEC or big time mm-hmm. uh, schools, you know, so. That's true. That's, that's not like people are clamoring after. Yeah. So. But a lot of story, God bless him. I feel bad because the oh, well, offensive line was so bad last year. That didn't help him one bit. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we were big Kelly fans. Everybody loves Steamboat Kelly. <laughs> Goodness gracious, he's going to go down in quarterback lore, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old Steamboat. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I guess I was just hoping he'd be like our, you know, our Jared, you know, and just go out there a little bit too big, a little bit, you know what I mean? And just tear it up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, man. But it is what it is. So anyway, okay. I just wanted to leave that out there. I was just, All right. I just wanted to bring it up and say, you know, I don't know where, uh, you know, football's going next year, but you know, all the articles that are, you know, touting the, the freshman, I agree with you. you. You would see more of an impact at wide receiver with the freshman, uh, just, you know, playing that skill position to the outside stuff. And you don't have to have as much of that, you know, pure physicality as you would if you're like in the trenches going against A&M or, uh, or, uh, you know, Alabama or whatnot. You know what I mean? And and that's going to be tough on the line. But like you're saying, that's, that's desperation, you know, at that point. Mm -hmm. They did have at least, uh, uh, and, um, Myron Cunningham come in, I guess, junior college. So at least, you know, at least they've had a couple of years to kind of grow into, <laughs> not fresh out of high school that'll I'm sure be put out there. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of playing true. time at offensive line, but yeah, it's gonna be I don't I don't know what to think. I mean I'm yeah, not you know, I'm not calling for eight wins again this year, but gotta do enough to get to a bowl game. I mean that's Oh yeah. You better get to a bowl game. If you can't get to a bowl <laughs> game something's wrong. Yeah. You know? You gotta get some wins. That was horrible. Yeah. I wanna see yeah, a I can't big do that improvement again. over last year. I don't ever want to see that again. That that was embarrassing. That was, yeah. golly, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know? <laughs> Shouldn't even be coaching here this year, honestly. You should feel lucky that you got the job the next year after a year like that. Now, I don't care if it's your first year or not. Oh, man. Well, hopefully, hopefully it improves. So. But I'll tell you what. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. You get a honey badger in the corner, man. You go down there and you bend over and pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That'll tear your arms up, man. So, hopefully that's that's how we come out next year. You know, like we're just put in the corner, <laughs> and we're just mm-hmm. we're just coming out to win. You know, at all costs, oh, yeah. whatever it takes. Oh yeah, maybe they got enough of those Bielema guys out of there. You know, that kind of had that. Oh, we're just happy to be here, kind of guys. So, yeah, like Bielema was. Absolutely. So. Hats off to Steve, <laughs> Steve Spurrier too, representing. Uh, the SEC and the uh, new football league won every game so far, five games in. Oh, wow. Just tearing it up, man, throwing trick plays out there and stuff. So, yeah, man. Had a sweet That's little awesome. pass back the other day. So, yeah, man, if you're not watching that new football league that's on right now, I suggest tuning it in. It's pretty good. I've been DVRing it, and I started going back and watching it. I said, my goodness, this is way better than – you know, anything else on TV right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not around some more football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I didn't know if I was going to like it, you know, with the new rule changes and, the, you know, the, 
uh, taking the TV timeouts out of it and stuff like that. And the, the kick, I think the, the kick, there's some changes in the kicking game that I didn't care for. But uh, it wound up being an excellent game when I watched it. Really enjoyed it. Fast paced, moved along, you know. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't take a long time to get through. So Nice. Yeah, it is nice. All right. Well, I guess we should... Uh, so we need to go over this Vanderbilt game and stuff, huh? Yeah. Well. All right. Let's see here. How about this Mississippi State? I told you it was going to be a one-point game. You guys don't like to listen to me sometimes, but I told you so. Ha ha. I'm rubbing it in all your faces. <laughs> that was a good call. I think I think I said like 80-something, though, right? Yeah, he said 81 to 80. Golly, man. I should have backed that down a little bit. <laughs> that's still good. That's though. all right, though. Still, you knew you knew it was gonna be a tight game. I mean, went out there big and pulled it out, man. A lot of people said we didn't have a chance in this mm-hmm. game. You know what? They said it. Was, they said it was over for the rest of the season. You know what I mean? And, and Gaffer um, comes out there and throws up seventeen points, and then you're thinking, man, that's not a lot. No, but when you got Mason Jones putting up twenty two, that's okay. Oh yeah, especially when Gafford's going just take seven out of nine shots. I mean that's really efficient. You know he gets a couple oh, yeah. blocks, Jaylen only Harris. two rebounds somehow. But yeah, Jalen Harrison he had that game, game winner. Yeah, ten points game winner. I mean Desi Sills even says, came in and got five points. Of course, you know I, I always thought Sills could do better. You know, always just always got this feeling like oh, he could have done a little better at that time. You know, with 22, 22 minutes he could have he could got more five. You know what I mean? But, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I think that kind of came to fruition in the Vandy game. I mean, if he had, like, six assists or something, I'd be cool with that five. <laughs> but he don't. He's yeah, he's just trying six. to – yeah, he's going to have three steals, though. He's just kind of trying to learn his uh, kind of place on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's still I – like, I like that lineup uh, starting him, though, kind of having Jones, Mason Jones come off the bench and um, Osaboyan starting – uh, he didn't give us much offensively, but only four assists. Only two points, man. How are you going to come yeah. into the game for 19 minutes only give me two points, man? One, a point every 10 minutes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, at least I only have that off of one or two shots, but he took a couple shots. But, yeah, four assists were nice, though. A couple steals had a game-winning steal. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, but he just doesn't need to shoot unless he does his little spin in the lane just for an easy layup. That's about that's about what his shot needs to be. <laughs> he got Reggie Chaney. He got three points. Adriel Bailey was six, putting out a little bit more, uh, putting out a little bit more than he normally does. You know. Yeah, I like that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was good to see Bailey. I mean, he had four rebounds too. That's kind of mm-hmm. you know sad. He had he was the team leader in rebounds and four, but we needed those and. Uh, six points, a couple steals himself, too. So, um, Chaney gets yeah, a couple was, assists, which is nice, too. I'll tell you, though. Yeah, that was real nice. I'll tell you, though, I mean, you really like to see our assist moving up a little bit more. You know what I mean? And in that game, I just felt like everybody was, I don't know, everybody was, nobody was helping. You know what I mean? Everybody was putting, yeah. people, folks were putting up points and stuff, but nobody was like, I don't know, man. And this is probably because I watched the uh, the uh, the highlights of Magic Johnson earlier and his passing and stuff. And 
you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I, it just, it just feels like there could be a little bit more love with the, with the, you know, with helping each other out, you know what I mean? Getting each yeah. other the ball in that game. Yeah, they did have 20 assists though to only 13 turnovers comparing to, you know, Ole Miss with 15 assists and 16 turnovers. So mm-hmm. Anderson's teams always are higher up in the assist, but those are always my favorite plays too when they pass passing around and yeah and um, these crazy passes they were doing too man it was, it was like i don't know anyway well we won it we beat them yeah, by a point nice. which is nice you know oh yeah that's an important thing mm. would you say it was a bad win though no no i felt like we, we just went out there and did what we needed to do you know Oh, yeah, it's a conference win. The Ole Miss needs it. I mean, Ole Miss was coming. They need every win they can. They're, they're right on there trying to get into the tournament. I mean, especially coming off how they beat us by about – beat us pretty good at their place. Mm-hmm. Beat us by 17 at Ole Miss. So that was a lot better effort. Um, so, yeah. So, can we start talking about what the uh, SEC tournament is going to be seated like? Or is it too too early for – for that at this point. Oh no, there's only one game left. It's just one more day of uh of uh basketball um tomorrow, so it's kinda honestly it depends if we win. So we're no worse than ten seed and I think we can only get up to the nine seed. Um if we beat Alabama tomorrow we'll move up past them. Oh that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um but we did get winning that Vanderbilt and Ole Miss did get us out of playing that first round. Uh, on a Wednesday night, which would have been bad, but um, and we really don't know who we're going to play till after tomorrow's games because um, the standings are kind of there's four, three teams at nine and eight and one eight and nine, so we could be playing it, you know, anybody from Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Florida, kind of teams like that. So um, that first that first uh, game next Thursday. Well, that'd be nice, man. That'd be nice. So we need to be at Alabama. It'd be nice just to get a little bit of help, you know. Yeah, and it'd be nice to just. I mean, they're going to be fighting tomorrow because they need because they've kind of been, you know, projected to be in the tournament, mm-hmm. but they've lost two in a row, so they've kind of played themselves off of it. So I mean, if they lose to us, I mean, we I think we would in their in their you know NCAA tournament chances tomorrow so you know you can expect a good effort but the the way we played the last two games and the way we came out again um Wednesday night you know it doesn't this team's not they're they're maybe we're hitting a stride maybe we can win a couple of them uh maybe we can get rolling against and beat some teams that um um kind of already have the tournament locked up and aren't going to be playing as hard or as for as much as we did I know um just while ago I watched the uh, end of the um the, the women's game against uh, South Carolina, who had won the last four SEC championships, oh, wow. and the, our ladies knocked them off. Mm-hmm. You know, as a ten seed, they they knocked off Georgia yesterday and knocked off South Carolina in South Carolina. So, oh, hell big yeah, win yeah. for that. So it kind of gives me like, hey, maybe you know, maybe the men's can do the same thing. You know, yeah, props but, on that too. Yeah, heck of an effort for them. So they'll be in the semifinals for the first time and since 2002 or something i believe so. oh wow so good good job for them i know we talked a little bit about them last week and good effort again 
Excellent. Yeah, I'll definitely check some of that out in semifinals. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can get us a lady back championship, man. Yeah, because they needed it kind of in our spot, you know, and did a kind of right outside, right outside that getting in the big dance, looking for an NIT. They'll definitely at least get an NIT bid, but you know, if they keep winning, maybe they can sneak in or win, just win the two more wins for the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah, rumor has it there might be some ladybacks listening to the podcast too. So, <laughs> might be last thing they listen to, you know. Or tomorrow's big. You go day. out there and win a championship. We'll start talking you up every single time we we do a podcast. We'll, we'll talk we'll talk <laughs> you up during basketball season from now on. We'll, we'll apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, good program. We're only going to get better. So. Um, yeah, that's exciting. That's what I'm saying. Us, it's like ever since that happened the other day, the the, the, uh, the naming of the court, uh, the move. I mean, we've we've won a couple in baseball. We've uh, won a couple in basketball. The women's team's doing good. Uh, hockey advanced to the. Um, uh, they got a chance to to, to go to the, the the big dance in hockey if they win tomorrow. So it's just that's all. Get, it's all coming get, together. Picking up steam, yeah, at the same time. So, so going on. <laughs> and then we beat Vanderbilt, man, by a yeah. lot. By a lot. We went over there and just tore up Vanderbilt. So Gafford goes in there for 27 minutes, puts up 20 points, man, basically a point a minute, just tearing it up, man. Mason Jones putting up 16, having another good game. Isaiah Joe coming out with 12, having a good game. Having Desi Sills eleven, having a good jank game. Uh, Jalen Harris putting up four. Uh, nice, uh, nice assist. Everybody had a lot of assists, so a lot of that was like a lot of my complaining from the last game was corrected by this game, you know. So um, really good game. Uh, Reggie Chaney putting up seven, which is nice to see him getting in, getting a few more points. You know, being a little more productive. Uh, Adriel Bailey getting four points. And you had Jonathan Holmes and Ty Stevens getting three points. So kudos to the bench, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was big that they came in and made the most out of it. Um, you come in Ty for a Stevens, minute and throw up three points, let's get them in a little bit more. Yeah, and he had a free throw. That Ty Stevens, I mean, he just got one down low, got it, and made his free throw. Then Holmes just uh, hit one off the uh, – banked it in for the three-point line, and it just – but yeah, it was a. I mean, Gafford's set the tone with those twenty points, making about everything. Four blocks, mm-hmm. um, a windmill dunk, another uh, in the lane on a, an assist from uh, a full court. You know, we turned them over. I mean, we turned them over twenty three times. I mean, we were just and running fast, and um, that dunk was really aggressive too. I don't know how many of you guys watched that. Man, that was aggressive. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he kind of pulled himself on the up on the rim just to kind of uh, then on that uh, windmill he gave kind of a shimmy. Obviously. Oh yeah, oh for sure, man. He was happy to be doing that. Could've, felt they good. They could have put a. They could have done one of those. I'm uh, surprised they didn't. Rim penalties. Yeah, I, if it was the other team and somebody was beating our ass, but they needed you know team up for that. You know, hanging on the rim, but I was like, oh, that bad so ass bull crap, man. You got to let the. Oh yeah. If we were playing Kentucky or you know Kentucky or somebody like that, they would have. Oh yeah, Tiedemann. Oh, Vanderbilt, yeah. they're like, eh. Even oh, they can't there, have us losing the Vanderbilt. You know, not the SEC. Like, well, we want them to. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, 
want them at least get in the NIT, so we need them to win this game. So. Yeah, Vanderbilt's a wash, no matter what. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, man, goodness gracious. Yeah, man, I mean, great game. Uh, you know, defensively, um, I really liked our scheme in this game. We was really able to keep them, keep them down low. I uh, felt like we, we applied a lot of pressure and, uh, we just we just kept them uncomfortable all night long, and I really liked that style of defense. Yeah, I mean, we were really aggressive without fouling a lot of the times and really uh, a lot of deflections and kind of just making them uncomfortable on offense. And it showed, I mean, what did they – I mean, they went 10, 15 minutes of game time without making a field goal. I mean, mm. and then only then where they were getting points, hitting free throws. But, yeah, our defense was – everything just was really – Working out, and we're sharing the ball on offense, and, mm-hmm. and then on defense, just frustrating them with uh, a lot of that zone and played a little man too. But um, we're just—I um, don't know—it just seemed like we we're the, the effort was just really, really there, and it looked like we were having fun. Plus, just like playing our game like we're supposed to. So, but yeah, we, um, I thought it was big that Seals coming off him and Cheney's just like, all right, this is really what him. Chain and Joe, of course, is a freshman. Sometimes I forget he's a freshman because he's, you know, always putting up, always relying on him big time. But and he hit four out of six three pointers. Seals hit all three of his. Uh, Chaney Chaney had a big thunder dunk. Had four rebounds too. A block. I mean, it was a big day. I like that. I mean, most everybody that uh, came in the game except Bosa Boyan and uh, Ethan Henderson. He only played three minutes. Scored in the game so. Oh wow! No, that was fun to see. It's a good win. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. I don't care if they are, you know, nine and twenty-one. It was that's what we needed to do, and we did it. Yeah, man. We went out there. We had a good game. We played hard. We just put it on them. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we really won the game. Um, so it, it was really nice. Um, well, I mean, do you have anything? Do you want to wrap up? Do you got anything more about that game you want to say? Or? No, I mean, I think it was um, – I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm sure everybody listened. Watch it if you don't before tomorrow's Alabama game. Watch it because it was just major – it felt good. <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> better watch good, this yeah. Alabama game. All right, I'm going to tell you what, man. Just uh, if you're going to be betting, and I know some of you are, my bookie just picked up jujitsu. And you know Matt's going to be out there betting on that like crazy. <laughs> so when you oh, do it, yeah. Matt – Make sure you go ahead and you use promo code hog call and you double whatever you deposit. So if you deposit fifty, you get a hundred. If you deposit, you know, a thousand, you get two thousand. They're gonna match it. Use promo code hog call. And when I look at this Alabama Arkansas game right now, my bookie's got them plus twenty five point five Alabama negative. Or, I'm sorry, plus 12.5 Alabama, negative 12.5 Arkansas. So, they got that, they got the 12.5 spread. So, looking, they're looking for us to win it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, would, I don't, I don't doubt that. We got some momentum. Uh, they don't. We're at home and, um, seems like maybe finish out the season strong. I mean, um, I, I, I'm excited about it. I mean, these last two games, I mean, again, it's kind of also, too, it's like, man, you know, what could have been just get a couple more wins, but, hey, 
they will pick them up and just get some momentum in the conference tournament. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, so you know, last week we talked. Yeah. And use uh, promo code Hogcock. Oh, yeah. That'd be the smart move. Got to use the promo code hog call or it's not smart. <laughs> then you're just, you know. You're just a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> then you're just a degenerate, you know. But if you use the hog call, you're smart. No, then you're just Join smart. Join hog call smart. Oh, yeah. So we're hog fixing to go play nation. Alabama. What do you think about that, man? Yeah, that's one uh, – the last couple teams we've played already once before in the season, and this one we haven't played them um, all year. Um, uh-uh. So we've got to go through the, last... the whole lineup here because so we've done it for every other team. You ready for this? Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> Southern University, they played. They beat them 82-62. Went over and played Appalachian State. Beat them 81-73. Went over and played Northeastern. Uh, Northeastern beats them 68-52. Uh, they go over and play uh, Ball State, beat Ball State 79-61. They go and play Wichita State, who we beat in 1909 in the National Championship football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat them 90-86. They go and play Murray State, 72-78, Alabama. They go and play number 25, University of Central Florida, and get beat 64-70. to Could represent the SEC a little better. Uh, then they go over to Georgia State and they get beat 83 to 80. Georgia State's not ranked or anything. And then they go over and they play Arizona. They beat Arizona 76 73. Play Liberty. Uh, beat uh, Liberty 84 75. Uh, they go play Penn State. Uh, they beat Penn State 73 and then they go over and they play uh, SFA. I don't even know who that is. Uh, and they beat them 79-69. They go over and play Kentucky and beat Kentucky. Number six team in the nation, 77-75, which is pretty darn impressive. Yeah. At then that they point, go they're over to LSU, good. the number 10 team in the nation, and get kicked in the teeth and lose 88-79. <laughs> so you don't know what to think at that point. Because they go back no. to Alabama and get beat again by Alabama. 80-81. Nice close game. Uh, then they go over Missouri and handle business. Uh, they beat them 70-60. to 60. Uh, Go over to Tennessee, who's ranked number 5 in the nation. And they get beat 71-68. They head over to uh, Mississippi. And they get beat, or they beat them 74-53. Oh Miss, you'd never know what to call them. Black Bears, Mississippi, Ole Miss. I, I don't know, man. Anyway, then they go and get beat by Baylor, 73-68. Then they go and uh, Mississippi State loses to them, uh, 83-79. They go over to Auburn. Auburn beats them, 84-63. Head over to Georgia and beat Georgia, 74-89. Go over and beat Vanderbilt, 77-67. Beat Alabama, or I'm sorry, uh, Mississippi State beats Alabama, 81-62. Then they go, and Florida beats them, 71-53. Then they go over, uh, Texas A&M beats them, 65-56. Then they go over and barely beat Vanderbilt, 68-61. Vanderbilt's trying, though. And then they go Mm -hmm. over 
and beat South Carolina 68-62. Head over to LSU and get beat again 74-69. Go over to Auburn and get beat 66-60. And they're coming to the University of Arkansas. I just going through that to me feels like you don't know where what you're going to play. When yeah, you, play you don't. Alabama. You might play a good team, you might play a bad team. It's just like you're rolling the dice. Yeah, you really don't know. I mean, one week they, you know, they beat Kentucky, obviously the biggest one of the year. Then a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, they're playing at home against Florida and get beat by eighteen. Um, you know what I mean? They got beat by Auburn by twenty-one points, but then the week, the the game before that, they beat Mississippi State as a solid team this year. You know, and mm. then well, only lost to Tennessee at Tennessee by three. <laughs> so, and then the next week after that, they beat Ole Miss by twenty-one. So you really, but then they've had some. Like the last two weeks, you know, they, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Um, you look at the record, 17, 13, it's almost just half and half, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's no rhyme or reason who they beat. Like they beat good teams and then get beat by bad teams. It's just like, what's going on with you guys? Yeah, I mean, they're one more win better than us, you know. One more conference win, one more overall win. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the same four wins on the away, lost some at home. Um, you know, I guess we, I watched a couple of their games, and I saw that you know that Lewis kid, he was really good, and then the Hall kid played real hard. Uh, was a good he, you know, when I what I saw, you know, um, those were probably your two biggest threats, I, I would think. Mac was out there a lot, doing well. So I don't know. What are you thinking about this lineup? Oh yeah, the 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 main guy that kind of run through. He's a freshman. Um, uh, that uh, the Kira Lewis Jr. Six um, three guard uh, averages fourteen points a game. Um, uh, leads him in assists with eighty eight, sixty four turnovers. Um, you know he's a a lot of shoots a lot of free shoots the most free throws. So he'll get to the line. Um, shoots all. I mean he's taking the second most threes. So. Um, but definitely the most shots by he's taken 324 shots, you know, about 70 or 80 more than the next guy. So he's the guy and then played the most minutes. So he's the guy they they run their offense through. Um, Dante Hall, uh, he'll be the guy matched up with Gafford. He's averaging 11 points a game, 8.6 rebounds, 53 blocks on the year. He's a senior. Um, he's been around. He seems like he's been around forever. Um, six nine, kind of skinny guy, number zero. Um, but he's you know he, he's He's pretty efficient inside, too, 64%. Good free throw shooter, 72%. Um, then, you know, the other starter, usually John Petty, um, 6'5 guard. Um, uh, he's he's their three-point guy, shoots 42%. Uh, Max the same way, 6'6 uh, guard. He, he's made 100 threes on the year, 42%. Um, well, 43s, I apologize. I was looking at Phil. Petty's made about 53 Um I, percent not as good as uh, some guy they always say that's going to shoot or the three-point shooter he can get hot on you though um he averaged about 10 a game mac about nine days on ingram another six five guard they got a bunch of six five guards uh, seven points a game riley norris seven points a game herbert jones uh, six seven guard um, then alex reese will be uh, and Galen Smith kind of coming there. So it's just a team, and it, it's the same team they've had for the last five or six years under Avery Johnson. Just okay. They've got some guys, but not really guys you're going to be 
Um, I don't know. It just doesn't blow you away, but I mean, a solid enough team. They didn't I mean, seem like, like excessively tall or excessively big. Just seemed like you know, just your average basketball player. Exactly, kind of. Saw, you know, like six nine Hall's pretty much their tall guy. I mean, no, six guys Like they didn't have no spark. I guess that's what I should say. I felt like the game I was, games I saw there wasn't much wasn't much spark to their team. Yeah, you there's know, not. It's like slow and, um, play and. Yeah, he's definitely not. Um, not a fast kind of um, – Avery Johnson played quite a few years in the NBA, so he kind of plays more of that. But, I mean, you know, he, they average 73 points a game and give up about – or average about 72 and a half a game, give up about 71 and a half. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a lot of tight games this year. Um, not the best free throw shooting team. Um, they do rebound it well, um, usually beat their opponents. Uh, their turnover margin, they are minus 1.5, so it's a team we should be able to turn over a bunch. Um, and they give up a bunch of steals. Uh, and they give up more. They've been outscored in the second half. So look to that if the game's tied or we're down by a couple, that uh, second half will be our half to really kind of, you know, take it to them and uh, finish off the season at Bud Walton uh, strong. But it's a team I, th- I think we should win. But th- they're a team that's really – that's had some good wins enough to get in the tournament, but they're going to be really fighting to to go into Bud Walton win. Oh yeah. So I mean, we got to make a prediction on this thing, and I would like to say before the prediction that last week we got close, man. We gave you the point spread pretty darn close, and we told you we was going to win both those games, and we did. So we're not mm-hmm. crazy when we when we come out there. We're not homers like we've been discussing if that's why we picked these games that way you know and it makes me feel good to you know to win those and and to feel like you know that was based on the you know it was those were good numbers we've been throwing around you know Mm -hmm. I I totally agree Um, well I've got one Um, 81-75 Razorbacks with the win goodness 81-75 all right, I tell you what, I think it's gonna be seventy-five to seventy, Arkansas okay. Razorbacks. I like it. I, think I like that a lot. Take us out of our game. Yeah, I think eighty might be a little high score. Win, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of their games are really they're kept in the seventies, um, but uh, I think you're. Of course, you were you were more right on last week. Of course, you got the one point win correct, and then you picked us to win by double digits against Vanderbilt. I don't want to us to win by five. You picked us to win by uh, eleven or twelve, which was definitely closer to you know, thirty six or forty than a couple was. So, <laughs> so it was good to go two and zero and two and zero in our predictions. We didn't get down on them. You know, we saw that effort against Kentucky uh-huh. um, and knew, You know, this team still had some something left in them. So. So Hopefully we'll running. be right tomorrow. We're both kind of around that five, six point win mark. So, so yeah. here, so here we go. Um, you know, we have got to, you know, we got, we gotta, we gotta just get out there and do our thing. We just gotta get out there and win this game and just play a good game and and put it, you know, put up the numbers. And do what we got to do to win. Now, we've been talking about where we're at in the uh, 
and 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 the tourneys every week, mm-hmm. and we hadn't talked about it this week. And we said last week, if we don't win two games, we're not getting into the NIT. If we win two games, we're definitely going to the NIT. If we win tomorrow, I mean that puts the icing on the cake because. You were saying, and I'd like you to clarify this for everybody. I remember a while back when we were talking, you were saying in one of the podcasts that there's a chance that we could be above 500 and still not go to the NIT if we wasn't well above it. So do you want to kind of clarify what, how that situation might, might take place? And, and are we, are we NIT, you know, bound? Is it, is it, is it definite right now? I would think um, uh, to win tomorrow, I think you lock it up. You know, you go 8-10 against like, in a competitive um, SEC conference, which we're going to get, you know, seven, probably six, seven, eight teams. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if we win tomorrow, we'd knock out. So six or seven teams, um, and we'd be kind of right there with kind of Alabama um, and South Carolina, despite them having a good conference uh, season. They're only 15-15. and 15. Mm-hmm. So the top three, probably, you know, you want to take those top couple in the NIT. But the reason I was saying that is because the NIT, um, you know, started a thing a couple of years ago where it used to be just just uh, Power Five conference teams, mm-hmm. uh, most most of it filling up. But now they take if a if a team in the Sun Belt or America East or WAC doesn't win the – or wins the regular season conference, you know um, – Slate regular season conference champions, but don't win the conference tournament, get the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. And mm-hmm. Those teams automatically go to the NIT, okay. so they kind of take that first. Is there any? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's this is a big ask. Do you know of anybody out there that is in that situation? I don't. I haven't paid attention, so I couldn't. No, they haven't played any. They haven't. There. I mean, there's a couple of early conference tournaments going on right now, but um, not. Yeah, no, no, nothing's been finalized, so we won't know for until after you know selection Sundays. We'll know after the NCAA tournament selection next Sunday, and then they'll they'll kind of pick. Um, okay, you know. Um, so I would, I mean, I agree with you. I think if you win it tomorrow, you lock it up for sure. And I think you know it should be locked up now. I think we should go now if 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 it comes around, you know. But with the new rules and all that, I guess we're kind of waiting to see. Uh, See what the the selection is to uh, and here's see if we get uh, in. Here's a bracketology p- uh, place that kind of predicts the NCAA tournament. They also predict the NIT. Oh, um, so so this is they have us as a six seed. So there are eight seeds. So there's only it's 32 teams in the NIT. Uh huh. So they have us as kind of a six seed in there. Um, That's not bad. So uh, like I said, they have South South Carolina as a, one of the top, and Alabama and some other teams kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. So right now with that, I mean that's just kind so of they got us in there too. That seems excellent. pretty fair. Um, there's a lot of a lot of teams kind of with our records. Um, I think I think that's a really good. Um, let me see. I'd like to see another uh, kind of another one. Not not as obviously as many people do the NIT uh, projections, but uh, here's another one: Mid Major Madness. Uh, they got us as a seven seed. So I mm-hmm. think it's kind of right now. I mean, I like it. You definitely say we win tomorrow, and we're definitely worst. Uh, you know, worst thing is the NIT. Oh, excellent, excellent. You know, and, I, and, and it that, sounds that like also, we're already in. I mean, it sounds. I mean, maybe not a hundred percent, but we're close. I mean, we're we're definitely like you know 
If it, it would take something weird to happen to not get in, I feel like, at this point. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe you don't have to have a winning record if, if maybe we're, we'd be good. I mean, we've got a pretty good kind of the, the net rating and stuff. But if we lose tomorrow, then lose in the first round of the SEC tournament, then we'd be 16-16. and 16. So I don't know if that, you know, plays in anything. But I think we got to, you know, kind of just win tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think you win tomorrow, you got it. And I don't see us losing to Alabama, honestly. It's in a game we should lose. This is a very winnable game. Uh, they're very close to us uh, in, 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 you know, stash, not, not really stature, but, you know, just in, uh, in where we're at, you know, as teams. And I think that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a game we should definitely win. And so, um, uh, I was about to say, um, uh, this is kind of uh, against Alabama. I know here lately, uh, really a team that I've really felt comfortable in a, us playing in a, in a basketball. Um, we've beat them uh, four straight times, uh, five out of the last six. Um, Anderson's pretty, only lost to him once or twice. And that was kind of in his early years. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, we beat them there last year by a couple. The last time we played in Fayetteville a couple years ago, we beat them by 19, beat them at their place by one. You know, so we've we've really had uh, been successful against them, and Avery Johnson's been their coach for most of those games. So, you know, you feel really good. I mean, it's a team that can beat us. It's not like, well, how did we lose to Alabama? It's really, you know, needing this win even more so than us to have, you know, bigger tournament home. Uh, it's a team I feel like we should, and it's good to expect that. It's really good that we're expecting, you know, we're playing that way enough where we're like, well, I'm expecting a win. I'll be disappointed if we don't, you know. Oh yeah. yeah, I agree with that 100. percent You know, we gotta, yeah, you know, we gotta win this thing, and you know, like you said, I'm definitely expecting it. Also, I think it's, I think it's a very winnable game. I think that's the thing that, for me, is is the biggest thing. It's like it's, it's a winnable game, and we just need to win another winnable game. You know, and, oh, yes. and we'll be okay. So, ooh, what do you think about hockey, man? How how about that? I mean, we are just. Rocking and rolling, <laughs> getting in playoffs and everything else. Yeah, I mean, um, um, yeah. So they won tonight, or won, or not tonight, but this uh, morning, I guess, is a morning game against Wisconsin Platteville mm-hmm. in the regional. Um, so they don't know what time of information, but that game went into overtime. Um, oh, it was two two at the end of three, and um, we won it in overtime. Um, so we're going to, it's a, um, according to their Twitter, they haven't put much out, you know, it's hard to find mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but they yeah, said so that, you know, the ice hogs went to advance the regional final tomorrow with a trip to nationals on the line. That so nice. we win tomorrow. It's kind of win tomorrow and we go to nationals. I mean, how, what a big, <laughs> so we, we, <laughs> what we, a big we, deal. Okay. So we beat Wisconsin Platteville. Mm-hmm. Do we know who won between Carrington and Colorado Mesa? No, I'm, I'm going to try to find that. Yeah, I wonder about that. Sure. That'd be cool to know. Because <coughs> then we would know who we're playing tomorrow yeah, exactly. at 1. Hey, if you're not, hey, you guys, get on your computers, tune in, man. Hogs need some support, man. We're talking about a natty. And we've all, you know, I've said it before. I told you guys we go deep. We go deep in the playoffs, man. Let me ask yeah, you this while, while we're looking at... Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to go back to basketball real quick. 
while we're looking at this uh this what the these two uh to see if we can figure out who won these two games mm-hmm. mike anderson right Mm-hmm. You think is that a guy you would fire at this point? Now that he's won these two games. <laughs> now that we're looking at NIT. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what you know? For me, absolutely not. Right? Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's changing. I don't know the thing. I don't know if it, I know this is what I'm going, but I've just thought about this kind of lately. Is like we this is kind of expected to happen this year with all these young players. So it's kind of like if they didn't you know, let him go after last year. And like, it's like if people weren't up in a roar after last season, you know, what were they expecting, you know, this year just to, or, um, I don't know if that's really what I'm trying to say, but, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you're kind of, and you're, especially after that game the other night, um, how they haven't given up despite kind of really being against the eight ball for any kind of, you know, for postseason. Um, uh, it's uh, and I kind of see how the young guys are playing and what happened the other night. Big win against Ole Miss at home. Uh-huh. You know, if we win tomorrow, and what if we win at? I mean, just even just a game in the SC tournament, we still won't go to the big dance, but we'd have you know eighteen wins on the season. Exactly. I mean, and just kind of like wow, and you know, if we win those next two, obviously it's going to take efforts from those freshmen that's going to be here, and some of the sophomores like Jones, you know, and uh, uh, Osaboyan. And guys like that, so it's really hard to. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I I don't really, especially if we keep. Well, I don't predict we're going to fire them. Like I thought, like it was going to take. Well, I wasn't sure, but to me, I think it would have taken losing Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, and tomorrow. That really would have been like, well, it's definite. Anderson's gone. So uh-huh. <laughs> my read on the situation is maybe not. Yeah, no, my read on the situation is if you don't, if you want Anderson gone, you need to sit down and be quiet. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Uh, you, you know, I've been saying it all year. I, I like the guy. I'm, I'm excited about him. You know, and he made me nervous this year. You know, he got me on the edge of my seat enough to think about it and talk about it, but not enough to pull the trigger on it for sure. Like if so, I owned a business, I'd walk into my business partner and I'd have a conversation about it. Then I'd be like, nah, nah, we need to keep him. <laughs> yeah. So, I did find, oh, sorry, I did find out that uh, Creighton beat um, Colorado Mesa eight to four today. I know, and I'm sitting here looking at the. I was like, "Sweet, what is the heck is a Blue Jay? I mean, <laughs> where are they at?" That's uh, they're in about. Omaha, Nebraska. Oh my goodness! Well, they said yeah, they they've been more of a uh, yeah, the kind of a basketball school. They've had some success in basketball. Uh huh. Um, every once in a while, that's how I know that. I think it's Omaha, somewhere in Nebraska, but. Not surprising that uh, they're decent in hockey. Being seems like there's a lot of Nebraska hockey clubs and um, foreign country and stuff. I bet you that I bet we can beat these guys, man. Yeah, I mean that was a big win. I mean that was an upset today to beat um, uh, Wisconsin Platteville. So I don't see why. I mean they were more highly rated um, uh, than us. So this is. this is exciting. Um, let me see. I'm trying to look at their schedule here and find out what's up with uh, what's up with that real quick. Yeah, Let's so the uh, loss to Kentucky, or I'm sorry, yeah, Kentucky University. Then they beat Kentucky University in the next game, so they didn't get sweet. 
And then they uh, went and played Missouri State, lost to them, and then beat them the, the next day so they didn't get swept again. Uh, then they played uh, South Dakota State, beat them both games. Uh, played uh, Wisconsin Platteville, beat them both games. Uh, played Kentucky again, a university, lost to them both games. Um, I'm sorry, Kansas University, not Kentucky. So when I said Kentucky, I meant Kansas. My bad. Uh, sorry, man, it's just all-day IPAs, man. Um, then they went and played uh, Dort College and beat them uh, both games. Played Northwestern, beat them both games. Lost to Nebraska Cornhuskers one game and then beat them the next. So they're playing some big schools. Uh, mm-hmm. Dort, they beat them and then uh, lost to them. Uh, and then they got in this tournament and they beat uh, Milwaukee. Or, I'm sorry, lost to Milwaukee in that tournament. And then beat Milwaukee. And, uh, yeah, so now they're... Uh, now they're playing us. So yeah, they're the in the in the Pacific region. Um, they're the uh, fifth rated team. We're the sixth, and the Platteville who we beat today was seventh. Um, so really, even in kind of um, um, uh, kind of compared to common opponents, uh, we went uh, two and two against Missouri State this year. Uh, they went uh, one and one. We went zero oh and four against Kansas. They went one and three. Um, so not much, uh, not much better. So I, they were kind of even, so it's going to be a mm-hmm. big for, to go to nationals. What a big match tomorrow. Got to wow. win this one. Got to win this <laughs> one. Go to the national championship division three hockey. How yeah, about that? I'm getting me a be... t-shirt if we win that. Oh yeah. They, uh... National championship hockey t-shirt. Oh yeah, I'm, I hope we win it. Uh, that, that, the Nationals will be the week of the, I guess, the 26th through the 30th of March. So that'd be cool. Might have to make us a, uh, might have to make us a uh, hog calling. <laughs> oh yeah, the only people talking about it. Only so, media. I guess talking you, about. You want to throw, throw a prediction out for this thing? Yeah, let's do that. Um, I wonder if I'm trying to find if we, I guess. The loss, what kind of we predicted for this last one. So, okay. Um, let's see. Arkansas versus Creighton in the big game. Um, <laughs> it is. It's huge. It um, is. It's a huge game. It's just not who um, you think you'd be playing. <laughs> um, let's see. So I'll go Arkansas 4, Creighton 2. Arkansas four, Creighton two. All right, I'm gonna go Creighton one, Arkansas three. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's exciting, man. I don't want to count my chickens, you know, before the hatch and all that. But I was just kind of looking at the rankings, finding out where Creighton was, oh, and yeah. uh, just the kind of the kind of the teams, you know, we might play in the, you know, all the regions come together. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like you got to. We're in the Pacific region. You know, teams have played a lot, but mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. got the North region. There are teams like University of Michigan, Michigan State. Um, just getting a chance to play in the championship game would be sweet. And the South yeah. South region has Florida Gulf Coast, South Florida, University of Tampa, Ole Miss, Georgia. Golly, and the Atlantic region has got a bunch of 
smaller, older university schools. So that'll be exciting. But we got a, we got a chance. I mean, all you can ask for. I mean, University of Tampa's a got a good team this year too. Yeah, they're man. They're, they're playing down four. the road the other day, man. Yeah, yeah. They're they're ranked fourth at South Florida too. I bet they played and had a big. <laughs> oh yeah, big, well you know how South game. Florida is, man. Yeah, so Tampa's kind of a hockey town. That's what a lot of people don't know about Tampa, man. It's more about the Lightning and stuff like that. It's a real big hockey town. There's a lot of hockey rinks all over the place. A lot of folks from up north came down here, so it's a real big hockey town. Which is kind yeah, of crazy makes a lot to of think sense. about it. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, they well, see they split. That was one of their first opponent of the year was against Tampa, and they split. Um, wow, they played some big. Oh man, there's a lot. Of, I, that's really exciting. That's the only time I get. No, they played again and split. <laughs> they played <laughs> last time at the Clearwater uh, or uh, Ice Arena. So. Um, that's that's just kind of cool to see. Um, it's just exciting to see that there's college hockey. Oh yeah, and schools you recognize from other sports and schools that like that's all that's their main thing is, you know, some of these things of hockey. So, but that's what we're asking for is to have a chance. So, man, have you seen the hockey jerseys? Those things are sweet. Yeah, those are. I wish they would put up a link online where I could buy the hockey jersey, man. Yeah, they got. They're selling like they only do that at certain times. Like on their website, they've got they got like an apron and 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 shirts, t-shirts. Right, come on, guys. Yeah, especially when you know there's a jersey out there. It's like that. You know, I got my. I like that. Their long sleeves they got, man. You know, they just got some store that they put some stuff up on, man. I mean, it's all right. It's not bad. I like this on there. I like the long sleeve dry fit. Yeah, it's nice. It's not That's bad for cool. thirty bucks. I might pick that up. But like, they don't. <laughs> you got. You got to have a. Yeah, you got to have a uh, a jersey on there, guys. Get get a jersey. Get and a jersey they've sold them before, so it's even if it's a hundred and something bucks, we'd buy a jersey. They've sold them before, but I don't know what the. No, they sell them at the games. If you go to the games, you can uh... buy a jersey. Yeah, it says there's a Kobe home game jersey, $100. How did that lead me to that? Where'd you find that at? Yeah, I just, I went, I'll say where the Under main. accessories, maybe? Let's see. So I went there, and I, so I clicked. No, at the, so at the bottom, and then at the top, it says the home, men's, ladies, youth, accessories, headwear, and jerseys. Oh, jerseys. Oh, look there. Free shipping over nine over orders over nine. Bit me in the face, man. Oh, it's I did the same bucks. thing. Free shipping on that too. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, free cool. shipping I like too. His hat too. Wow, oh, I'm picking up one of these jerseys, man. Ooh, two X. It's coming my way. Oh, they're charging <laughs> me an extra buck fifty. I don't care. <laughs> that ain't nothing. That's awesome. Ooh, I'm gonna take it down the road and get it. Get a hog put on it. It needs a little hog on it somewhere. You know, the A's cool, but mm-hmm. yeah, you need a right. oh, like yeah. the ones they sell at the at the games or whatever behind the table yeah. at the games. They're like the actual jerseys they wear. Oh, yeah, well, that one's okay, man. but that's kind of like a fan's jersey. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, dang it, they don't have another home game on next year. Let's say. Well, maybe we oh, could well. write them a letter. Ask him how we could get our hands on one of those things. 
That'll just be a mission of mine next year. Just go in there and get it. Get a couple of them. Send one my way. I'll pay you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Better. Well, uh, is there anything else we got to talk about? Uh, well, I did just see. Uh, we, you know, I think there's only really two or three baseball games we didn't talk since since last uh, oh, yeah, we need to go podcast because a couple got canceled. But I just did see. Yeah, man, jumped. I was going to ask you about that. How the damn cold does it got to get to cancel a baseball game? Not because of rain or hail or, or a tornado, but because it was cold outside. How cold <laughs> was it? You live up there. But I just have a hard time believing it was so cold you couldn't get out in a field in the sun and play baseball. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cold. Uh, I don't know if it didn't feel too bad in the sun. Um, that's what my thing was. I don't know if it was the wind chill. was. You know, I know earlier in the week the wind chill was negative and things, but that was in the afternoon, so I don't know. That's kind of – I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah. But. Oh well, I know Let's... we. I texted you and we talked about it. Yeah. Anyway, well, whatever. It was canceled, so we had to beat up Charlotte the next day. I just wanted to beat them t- up twice in a row. Yeah, and they I beat guess us I'm last just year. Fully, honestly. Yeah, you won't. You don't even worry about it when we're moving on to the other games. You why end of the season? Boy, I was when we're fifty and ten or something. You'll be like, man, I'm really upset we didn't play Charlotte that second. <laughs> that happened last year. We went over there, and the first game got canceled. The next day, they beat us. So we had an zero and one trip, and I guess they were, you know, Charlotte was really had really talking, uh, you know, chirping at us and talking some crap. Come here this year, and they get beat in only game nine to two. So that's nice. <laughs> it's nice to get a little payback. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we got to play Louisiana Tech next, huh? Yeah, and um, I know tonight while we were doing this, you know, we were tied 2-2 in the seventh inning mm-hmm. at a two-run inning. Um, Harris had a big uh, two-run RBI, came off the bench, pinch hit his only bat of the game, and got the game-winning um, game winning RBI. So that was big. So we're still keeping the streak going. And, um, Heck, yeah. Haven't lost with that one dang 10-inning game against USC, but that's yeah, just racking up the wins. They seem like they're just on a mission, man, a lot of – you know, you look at a lot of teams that will drop at least, you know, might drop one to Stony Brook, might drop, you know, or something. But, hey, we're sitting at, you know, 11-1 and one now again. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 11-1. And, and uh, you know, yeah, I was able to I was able to catch some at Charlotte games, so that was pretty cool, you know. Um, and my thing was figuring out where, where am I going to listen to the game at, you know. And, uh I finally found the uh, station up there in Fayetteville on that last FM or whatever. So mm-hmm. nice, yeah. That's where you guys can listen to it if you want. What was, what was the name of it? Ninety, ninety something. The uh, was did you find ninety two point one ticket or something like that? Yeah, they're they they're always the uh, they. They brag at that, you know, they're the ones always baseball, you know, no matter what else is on, mm-hmm. they're going to show the baseball game, which is really cool. At least, you know, like they're always going to have the baseball over anything else. The that other sports cool. station up here um, doesn't even do the baseball games. So I guess they've kind of given up on that. So they're playing, you know, tonight, um, driving home with some of that, you know, 92.1 had it and mm-hmm. 99.5 had some, 
or some talk show or something. So, uh, yeah, man. No, you don't want that. You don't want that mess, mm-hmm. man. Turn in 92.1. No. Listen to the ticket. Listen to the game. You know, that's what we say. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. So, yeah. So, we, we get to play them Saturday, Sunday. Then we're going to play uh, Western Illinois. And then uh, we'll play Missouri uh, during the day on that Friday. So, should we, should we throw some uh, predictions out there for these? Yeah. Or? Well, let's... Uh... Well, anyway, I was going to say from these uh, the last games, I know that the Charlotte game, mm-hmm. um, you had us eight to one. We ended up winning nine to two. I had us thirteen to four. So you were really close with that eight to one prediction. I and then tonight, that. tonight I had them five three. We won four to two, and you had them ten to five. So I got a little closer on this one. But hey, we've got some good predictions. So that is man. <laughs> We've been, That's hey, pretty close. If you ain't listening to our predictions, you ain't listening to predictions. And too bad my bookie don't have college baseball. We'd be. How much money would have made? <laughs> well, they got so. the uh, ju- jujitsu now, so get on some of that. Oh, man. Uh-oh. So, let's see. So, we got a couple of Arkansas losing attacks. So. Well, I'm going to say tomorrow's game, maybe a little lower score. I'll say, I'll say six to three tomorrow. Oh, we already scored, had a low score today, but I'll still say six to three. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I bet we get a nine to four. Nine to four. I like it. Okay. Okay, that's second Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Oh, nine to four Sunday too. I like it. I'll go eleven to six on Sunday. Eleven to six. All right. I like that. Come out there putting it on them. Oh yeah. Then we got. Oh man. I guess we better do the Western Illinois ones too. Yeah, we better do those. Okay. So let's say nineteen to four. Okay. And then we're gonna come out and go seven to one. So okay, I'll go eight and one, and sixteen to three on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? What the hell? Oh man, (laughs) that was. Hey, I mean, we've been doing it though. I mean, the last. I mean, listen to these last couple scores. I mean, uh, besides tonight, you know. Oh yeah, go ahead. Nine to two, fifteen to seven, and then you know. Uh-huh. So that's 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 not not bad. Not at crazy all. thing. And then after that, ten to quick. three up there, yeah, yeah, ten to three right there. I mean, I mean that first first two games was fifteen to seven, twelve to yeah. three against oh. Eastern Illinois. So we, yeah, we got the capabilities. Yeah, another that's fifteen for sure. to seven against Stony Brook. Yeah, we definitely got the capabilities, man. Yeah, and then we start. Man, I mean, we're already we're we're going into uh, SEC play next weekend. Ooh. Crazy. Then we get to play Texas too. Yeah, then so Texas. you guys wow. better be fired up to play Texas and Alabama right after that. I mean, this is some exciting SEC baseball coming down the pike. And if you're not excited about it, something wrong with you. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is crazy. Uh. <laughs> this is, this is when it gets fun 
fun when you're at conference. You need you need these games to kind of see see who you want in their lineup for the rest of the year. Get kind of get acclimated, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of get the season where it's not too much pressure. And you know, we're doing. I mean, eleven one. You can't complain about that. And then you know, hopefully win at least drop no more than one against these next five games for SEC and. Bam, just start off. I mean, I'd love a sweep in Missouri, but, you know, in SEC, you'll take two out of three. I mean, mm-hmm. especially home, but you want to get your, you know, you good win sweep the series, at home. Man. We just yeah. need to win the series when we get next. You just win all the series, and you're going to win the, the division championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and, and probably host a regional, which anything can happen. Yeah, this is exciting. Yeah, like you said, that fired me up. So you start, you got three home games at Bomb, you know, get this long home stand done. You go out on the road, two games at Texas, three at Alabama. Then you go at Missouri State, which is kind of a rival, um, some big games. And we go there in Springfield just up the road before we kind of come home and play Ole Miss, who's ranked in the top uh, ten, I believe, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then play Little Rock. So it's just like, wow, that's just a big, wow. I mean, nonstop for the next couple weeks. And when we play Missouri at Bomb Stadium on the 17th, they're having a St. Patrick's Day pint glass giveaway. So Ooh. you know everybody's going to be hammered drunk for that game. Ooh. Get out oh, there wow. and get your pint glass and fill it up. That's crazy. What a great, you know, they always say like, hey, you know, you can't, that's the one rule. They look the other way on bringing, you know, canned beers and they are canned oh, yeah, can alcohol. Do, but, they, you know, they say no glass, which I get because you got some, you shouldn't um, be bringing drunk, glass. You know, throwing the glass. Bar. You don't need glass. It's just like that's like at lakes and rivers too. It's like you can wait to drink your. And I like drinking out of a glass bottle, cold glass ball. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats it. So even maybe a cold glass. But you know, events like that, man. You know, drink out of a uh, can or pour it in a cup. And hey, but then this way you can pour it in your pint glass. Uh-huh. That's one, my favorite way to drink it. So nice pint glass. Put it in your eyes. Get it cold. Coming out <sighs> frosty. Sipping on it. And on an afternoon, it gives you a reason to have one of a good afternoon buzz. Absolutely. So time to kind of get a meal afterwards and sober up. You got to go to work on Monday. What a great, good. Get your pint glass. <laughs> get your favorite beer. Take it in there. Have a drink, man. I tell you what, man. Beer saved my life. I was sitting there drinking one time. Pot fly hit right in my direction, man. And I bent over to grab a beer, right over where I was, landed, popped up, was on TV and everything. Really cool experience. <laughs> oh, man. Had a beer class. in my hand, was able to crack it and drink it. Everybody's like, look, he's on TV drinking that beer. Yeah. <laughs> if you Could wouldn't have, have, you it, wouldn't have been reaching for that beer, yeah. If I wasn't reaching for that beer, it took my head off, probably. Yeah, you'd be done or you'd be... I tried to palm it and at least broke every hand in my hand or every bone in my hand, you know? Mm-hmm. He would, I mean, what, I didn't Golly. have a glove, so I would, I would have probably no. tried to grab it before I just let it demolish my face. And that would have really <laughs> messed my hand up. Oh, man. Yeah, thank goodness for beer. Or I'll save your life. I just got hit right in the face with it. <laughs> been looking over at you laughing just big smile and just right in the face broken, oh, on TV got little it too. bones and stuff it's all wow. on TV but in those things I just have to cut away 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We cannot show this. We got a home run, but we can't show the end of it because it was <laughs> not something you want to see. Look at the, or you'd make the, you'd probably make the national thing. Look at this poor, poor guy just nailed in the face by baseball. That's why you always pay attention. And all the people drinking beer around, it's like, no, come on. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen to me. He didn't. Oh, absolutely. Well, you would have got hit. I mean, if he wouldn't have been reaching for the beer, so they wouldn't have said that. Absolutely. Well, I guess, is that it? Do we got another sport I missed? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we came into this thing just like we got so much to talk about. And we even, I mean, we hit about five or six sports. I know it. I we know even it. Hit. Just, we even hit had football. to be done though. I mean, <laughs> but I haven't lost this last episode. I, know, so I probably watching. shouldn't have brought the football up yet. I just get so excited about it, man. Well, especially now, you get a couple months break after the season. You're like, all right, man, I can have a little bit. Now it's like, all right, man, they're starting practice. It's it's going to be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going baseball season means summer's coming up. The end of basketball, March Madness is about to happen. You know, baseball means summer, which means summer means you can just football is about to <laughs> almost time. It's almost Best time, time of the year. Football and football's on TV, so that's making it go by faster. Oh yeah. Well, I guess we need to talk about something that isn't technically Razorback related. So, uh, kudos to Arkansas. I got to say, man, uh, for. Uh, striking down the standard ground law and committee uh, you know we got that law down here in florida and i feel like a lot of people just get shot for you know just like walking up to somebody and you know they shouldn't you know like this one old boy that <laughs> pulled up in a handicapped parking spot right at a gas station down here and uh this white dude, he's a black dude, goes inside. This white dude goes over to his wife and just starts screaming and yelling and carrying on. And he comes out of the store and this guy is screaming and yelling and carrying on at his wife. And he basically walks over there and, you know, gives the guy a little push, tells him to stop, you know, talking to his wife that way. Because, I mean, if somebody's talking to your wife that way, that's not cool. Anybody's going to do that. You know what I mean? Anybody, mm-hmm. if you got your family in a car and there's some stranger screaming at them, anybody's going to do whatever they got to do to get them away, right? Oh, yeah. This guy just pulls out a gun and shoots him. After he, after he like, you know, after it was time to basically throw it down or whatever, he just pulls a gun out and shoots the guy. It uh, turns out he was yelling at him because they had pulled up in the handicapped spot. So, I mean, what, I mean, first off, what business of it is his, right? Mm-hmm. But secondly, even if it was like, oh, he shouldn't have been parking in a handicapped spot because he wasn't handicapped. He walked in a store to set another. He don't know if he was picking up a handicapped person. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. happened? Just yeah. because the driver's not yeah. handicapped doesn't mean the, the person at the car's not or, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so when somebody walks out of a store and somebody's screaming at their wife, you might get shoved around a little bit if you're out there screaming at people's significant others 
while they're in a store when they come back out. It just might happen, you know. Mm-hmm. If you do it to mine, you're probably going to get knocked out, you know, honestly. So, this guy just pulls a gun out and shoots him. I mean, I think that's just a little over the top, you know. Doesn't try to, like, do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got the Zimmerman. Everybody knows about Zimmerman, right? Mm-hmm. Well, basically, the law says if you feel threatened, you can pull a gun out and shoot somebody. So you guys, you guys struck it down in committee. Uh, so which means you're not have that law. I gotta say kudos to you. I just think it, you know, it makes it like the wild west. I don't think that law is a necessary law. It's not because, um, you know, the law states you can, uh, you know, if uh, if you know if if there's no other uh, way out of the situation than to use, uh, you know, you know, shooting somebody. Then you can, like, if somebody's, you know, got if that guy had a gun, you know, on on him or something, not just because you started that and yelling at somebody, you know what I mean? That was never going to happen. All of a sudden, you're the one that has a gun out of nowhere. That's, I mean, that's just crazy. A lot different than the now the people act like, well, you if somebody came to my house, broke in and had a shotgun, I, I couldn't, I couldn't shoot that guy that broke in my house. You know what I mean? That kind of BS, but. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I don't know if you saw it, but yeah, the, uh, the, the Stephanie Flowers down in uh, uh, Pine Bluff had a, uh-huh. had a really um, big exchange that's kind of been picked up uh, um, by the national media and things. And, you know, she said, um, uh, y'all don't know my situation. I have a son, but uh, he could just be, you know, shot down. Um you know, talk to the, the you know the other white legislation. It's like, yeah, yeah, I have no idea in my situation. I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? And yeah, things like that. And it's like, she really had. She was. I mean, it was. That's true, yeah. though. I mean, she's, oh, yeah. she's not lying. No, and that's what I'm saying. You know, she had a really good. Um, um, yeah, she had a pretty powerful, uh, powerful stance here. So yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. So anyway, I guess that's all I got. I don't know. Uh, you got anything else for us? Man, I don't think so. Great as always, Chad. Excellent podcast. Hey, thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Woo pig suey. Thank you guys. Go hogs. Back to the Hog Call Podcast.